0: This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 953 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, ninety 953 Michigan's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Gotta tell you about all natural CBD lotion. You go to allnaturalcbd.org, use promo code KC10 to save yourself 10%. And again, this is full spectrum CBD. Now, we have priced the competition on this show, live on the show, uh, a couple of times. And what we have found is the competitors, if they do have full spectrum CBD, which most of them don't, but if they do have full spectrum CBD, you get a much smaller bottle, you get much less of the CBD, the actual CBD. And you pay a lot more than with AllNaturalCBD.org. Plus, those products are not lotions, so they don't absorb and moisturize your skin like AllNaturalCBD does. Go to AllNaturalCBD.org. Use promo code KC10. Again, full-spectrum CBD, up to 1,000 milligrams. This is a local company, veteran-owned company. The product is made and tested right here in the United States of America. They even have three packs and free shipping on orders over $25. Allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10. All right. <clears throat> There's more to HR 127. Ladies and gentlemen, go read it. It's actually a pretty easy read. Uh, go read it in the Daily Show prep today. We'll put it up there, and and you can go ahead and uh, take a look at it. All right. Now, go to Breitbart.com. Leftists are calling the meltdown oh melting yeah cool we're melting statues now for the melting of a former california mayor for planting the american flag during the mexican-american war hmm thomas fallon was a soldier in the mexican-american war and a mayor of san jose california But now left-wing activists are calling for melting the bronze statue erected in his honor because they believe that he was a racist and a white supremacist because he planted an American flag in 1846 into the city's soil to claim the land for the United States. I, um... I think we need to create new words for stupid people i don't know that we have adequate words for them i'll be honest with you i i I thought amoeba was great amoeba is like a perfect word that i started using for people and i'm hoping it catches on of course when it does catch on some other idiots going to claim credit and people give credit to them even though i've been using it for years without anybody else using it But Amoeba is a really good example of somebody who's just brain-dead. But at the same time, I don't even think that's strong enough for the type of idiots we're dealing with here. A website that catalogs interesting locations around the world wrote about the controversy. In the 1980s, San Jose Mayor Tom McEnery, McEnery, whatever, I don't care, uh, had a city commission a statue of Fallon raising the U.S. flag in San Jose at a cost of over $800,000. Which, for the record, is an horrendously stupid amount of money. Okay, but it's already spent. The statue was completed in 1988. It was scheduled to be located in the City Park Plaza, which is now known as Plaza de Cesar Chavez. Wait, you can rename City City Park Plaza for Cesar Chavez, but you you can't you can't have this. Did you? I mean, you all know that Biden. Replaced uh, Winston Churchill's bust with uh, Cesar Chavez in the White House, right? In the Oval Office. You know why this is really interesting? Aside from Cesar Chavez and all of his socialism and everything, forget about that for just a second, okay? Just forget about it. Cesar Chavez was a racist, Cesar Chavez despised immigrants hated them absolutely despised them so wouldn't caesar chavez be the more apt target for the its racist crowd considering how much he really hates immigrants i I'm just asking a question here i don't know none of these people know that about caesar chavez of course not it's like you got a bunch of the You know, little nerds walking around with the Che Guevara shirts on there. They have no idea that Che Guevara really hated gay people. Like, a lot. Anyway. However, local groups, including Hispanic Americans, protested that Fallon represented American imperialism and repression of the the Mexican population. Oh! That American imperialism with the war that Mexico started. That American imperialism where we conquered... All of Mexico, south of Mexico City, and we gave it back. That imperialism? You brain-dead amoebas. Can't come up with anything better yet. I'm working on it, though. The statue was stored until 2002, when it was finally displayed in a small park northwest of the original proposed location near Julian in St. James Street. So now, they want to actually take this thing down, and they want to melt it down... Because it's still seen as racist because this guy in the middle of a war claimed land in the name of the United States after, after I assume, after a victory? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, ladies and gentlemen. Just seems a little interesting to me. I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, I realize that the vast majority of you out there understand how preposterous this is. And there is a smaller percentage of you who are so utterly clueless that you don't really understand why this is a problem. You probably think that Fallon is racist. In spite of the fact that this is a war between two countries, which Mexico started, Mexico lost, and we still gave them their lands back. And for those of you out there, no, 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 you didn't. You didn't give them the lands back. You have to understand, we conquered Mexico. Mexico. We gave them their country back and then gave them market rates for the territories that we kept. We paid them for the land that we had conquered. Now, at that point in human history, that was unheard of. It was actually very controversial. And to this day, I still tell you, it was a mistake. We should have kept it. So... La Raza racist anti-white group and Atslan and, you know, one of restoring Atslan and this this uh, mythical land and all that other stuff. And in the, uh, the west of the United States and the southwest, you know, all of this stuff about a hey, reclaiming these land for for Mexico and all that other stuff. You know what? I, I kind of agree with them in a sense that Mexicans should, in fact, be Americans because we never should have given you your country back. We conquered it. It was ours. And we gave it back to you. You imagine how oil rich we would be. And we're already oil rich. But imagine if we also kept Mexico when we could have. Everybody forgets the history of this. We conquered that country and gave it back to them. And then paid them for the lands that we wanted to keep that were in dispute. (laughs) Oh... God forbid somebody plant a flag on land that was won in a conflict. God forbid. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. <music> and good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right, so this just broke not that long ago. I want to thank the live stream for pointing this out to me. A proposal to ban Indianapolis and more than a 100 other Indiana cities ever changing their names has been approved by the state Senate. Republican Senator Jack Sandlin of Indianapolis said that he sponsored the bill to prevent any movement, re, uh, movement towards renaming Indianapolis because it includes the word Indian following Native American protests that have led to the renaming of professional sports teams. Now, the the thing is i don't really have any idea if there's serious interest in renaming indianapolis um you know we we run into this I, i've talked about the native american thing so many times folks it's uh native americans deem this which for the record mostly comes from i'm offended for you bored white people mostly housewives and they run around, they go, I, you are so oppressed. Shame on you. You're so, you're so oppressed. I'm going to do my part. I'm going I'm to get things changed. And, and meanwhile, native Americans are like, uh, we don't really have a problem with the name Redskins like at all. You know, they asked us permission to use it. We said it was okay. And we participate in their, their opening ceremony every, every game. So it's, you know, it's really not a big deal. We're, we're okay with it. We're, in fact, we use the name Redskins for our own high school teams and you know, board housewife, just sits there and says, Ah, oh, you poor dear, you're just not bright enough to understand that they're oppressing you. Now here's the thing. Some of you might say that what I'm saying is an exaggeration, but I want to go back to, to uh was it Bob Costas, a little dork. Bob Costas, many, many years ago, as the Redskins thing was brewing, he did one of his was this on a Sunday night football or I don't know, who cares, whatever. He does a, a piece or he did a piece where he pretended to be a journalist and kind of told everybody what he thought about an issue. And he covered the whole Redskins thing and he chastised native Americans who were not offended by the name Redskins. And he did this on national television. So you have a tiny little, and he's a tiny guy. You have a tiny little pasty white guy lecturing native Americans on how they're wrong to not be offended by the Washington Redskins name. You want to talk about the epitome of privilege. Holy smokes. But this happens all the time. All the time. So I don't really know if there actually is any kind of a movement to change the name of Indianapolis. But, you know, hey, they proposed it anyway. Senators voted 36 to 11, largely along party lines Tuesday, to advance the proposal to the House for consideration. The bill would prohibit the four cities named... In the state constitution, Indianapolis, Clarksville, Vincennes, and Evansville, and some 140 cities referenced in state laws from name changes, the bill comes even though no efforts have emerged seeking to change the name of Indiana or Indianapolis. So it's a preemptive strike on wokeness, if you will. So there you go. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying trying to think here. Um, so Indianapolis, all right. I, l- I looked up the history of Indianapolis, like what the where the name comes from, and it literally means Indiana City. You know, Polis is the Greek word for city, so Indiana City. Um, so that's that's where it comes from. But you know, it's again, it, you, I, you have to launch these preemptive strikes. Otherwise, how are you supposed to know? Or or protect yourself from these onslaughts of crazy people. Some people were sitting here recently and they were asking why it was. Because Buttigieg, who is now the second openly gay cabinet member. The second. Not the first. Don't let them redefine that. And you know what? If you're out there perpetuating that myth, shame on you. You're a horrendous bigot if you're doing that. You're denying Richard Grinnell his sexuality. Shame on you. It's a hate crime for what you're doing to Richard Grinnell. Richard Grinnell is an openly gay man who served in the Trump administration. He's a cabinet official. It doesn't matter if he was acting or what have you. But what they've done is they've denied him his humanity. And they have now made P. Buttigieg the very first openly gay cabinet official, except he isn't. Is he the first one to be confirmed by the Senate? Probably. Doesn't mean he's the first one. That's like saying, let me give you an example. Joe Biden dies. Kamala Harris is now president of the United States. Kamala Harris will then become the first female, black, Indian president. Unless, of course, you use the logic that they're using to deny Richard Grinnell his rightful position as the first openly gay cabinet official in the Trump administration, because then you get to say, no, 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 people never voted for Kamala Harris as president. So therefore, she isn't the first woman president. She isn't the first Black female president, the first Indian female president. That didn't happen because the people didn't actually pick her. The Electoral College didn't pick her. She was just in position to take over. See? Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Exactly. That's how utterly dumb and silly you sound when you say Pete Buttigieg is the first openly gay cabinet official. No, he's not. He's the second one. And there's nothing wrong with being the second one, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need to allow them to sit there and run around and recreate history. They've already tried to recreate history on slavery. They tried to say it was Republicans who did that. They've tried to rewrite history on women's rights and everything else. Don't let them do that. Richard Grinnell was the first openly gay member of of a presidential cabinet. Period. End of story. It doesn't matter how he got into that position. He was in that position. He had all of the authority of the position. He did all of the duties of that position. He served in that position, period, end of story. People who judge will always be second. And there's nothing wrong with that. So now people were saying, hey, wait a minute, in the live stream, like why are Republicans pushing through all of these nominees so quick and there's no resistance whatsoever? Well, there's no resistance because the same old establishment Republicans are, are back in power again. And they're saying, "Ah, we're going to do the old, let's go along to get along thing that the Republicans always do. And it has never, not one time worked out for them. Never. Let me give you an example. Mitch McConnell, who you all still will not listen to me about. I'm just figuratively like a blast out there. I was in Las Vegas. I hadn't even moved here yet. And I told everybody that John Boehner and Mitch McConnell needed to go. And there like, they're true conservatives, Casey. Oh, man, how stupid do you all look? Mitch McConnell is ripped. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the new representative in Congress, called her a cancer for the Republican Party. Oh, I've seen this game before. I've, I've seen this game before. Does it sound familiar to you? Does it not sound familiar to you? And for the record, I don't agree with everything that she has said or done in the past. Who cares? Whatever. The fact of the matter is, Mitch McConnell did this stuff. John Boehner did this stuff with the Tea Party. The Tea Party sweeps the Republican Party into the majority in Washington, D.C., something that they had been struggling to do, couldn't find any momentum. Tea Party comes in, sweeps them through there. okay. And immediately, two years later, what they decided to do is they decided to take out as many of those Tea Party members of Congress as much as they possibly could. They primary them. They wouldn't fund them. They did everything they could to throw them under the bus and get them out of Congress as fast as possible. I've been telling you this was going to happen, too. They did it in the Senate side of things with Mitch McConnell. Boehner did it in the House side of things. They did everything they could to go after true Tea Partiers. Why do you think the Freedom Caucus got formed? It was a way of protecting themselves against the party leadership. They went after every single one of them. They tried to primary them. They got many of them thrown out of Congress. Everything. So they go after Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a a Trump supporter. And for those of you on the live stream, you can see she's wearing in, in Congress right now. She's wearing a mask, Trump won. She's a Trump supporter. Which means Trump supporters are the new Tea Party. The Republican Party doesn't want them around because just like the tea party Trump supporters they don't like the politics as usual games they don't like politicians going to you and lying to you about what they're going to do and then going to DC and say I don't care what you want me to do I got elected and I'm going to do what I think that I need to do and then uh, I'll see you in either two or six years Trump supporters don't put up with that anymore just like the Tea Party didn't put up with it anymore. So they all have to be removed. So first, what you have to do is start start dehumanizing them. Oh, she's a cancer on the Republican Party, Mitch McConnell says. Okay. Looney lies, he said about her. Everything else. Right. I tried telling you. And then you have, you know, the, uh, the former aide to Vice President Trump yesterday. We talked about that. And she said, Trump doesn't care about the future of the Republican Party. And as I've said yesterday, and I've said for many years, and I'll say it again right now, neither does the base of the Republican Party. They don't care about the Republican Party's future. They only care about the future of the Republican Party if the Republican Party will hold up to its ideals. If they're going to abandon them, they don't care about their future. Why would they? Doesn't make any sense. Why would you just want the party to exist just because it's the grand old party? That's dumb. That's tribalism. I'm telling you, pay attention to this. You got two years of this fight getting ready to come. They're going to do everything they can to push every Trump supporting member that got elected out. It's going to happen. More coming up. 95.3 MNC. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk ninety-five three michiana's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson got to tell you about nutrition hq so this month if you go to the store you can enter to win free clean eats meals for an entire month now clean eats we've showed you these before we've talked about it before they're amazing now these are ready to eat meals these have high quality real food okay they're great tasting they got tons of great nutritious ingredients that sort of thing And they're very affordable. They're less than the cost of a value meal, half the price in some cases. And, of course, Nutrition HQ is right across the street from McDonald's, and so you could easily go compare if you really wanted to. But these Clean Eats are fantastic, fantastic meals. You go pick them up. Uh, A lot of people come in and pick up, like, the week's worth. Now You can just microwave them, you know, that sort of thing. Really good stuff. Uh, Absolutely cannot recommend them enough. But here's the deal. Not only are they healthy, you can go buy them. But this month, if you go into Nutrition HQ, you can enter for a chance to win free clean eats meals for an entire month. Plus, while you're there, check out Virilitat. If you're a guy, this will help boost your natural testosterone, Again, increased energy. You'll be able to build muscle easier, burn fat better. And then TB16 is for both men and women. This is a mood enhancer, an appetite suppressant. You're going to have increased energy without the crash, but it has a mood enhancer in there. So if you struggle with uh with you know some crankiness or something of that nature this might be a really good option for you it works for me so go check them out again nutrition hq 5804 grape road in mishawaka and again let them know that i sent you all right you get a discount too by the way always always forget that you get a casey discount so you mentioned me you get a discount when you sign up for their free rewards program my apologies all right let's uh let's take a look at this okay Biden keeps telling everybody that he wants the bi-American thing to go forward. He's been chastised because he's basically ripped the bi-American language whole cloth from Donald Trump. Um, he got, even got people in the media just kind of making fun of him for plagiarizing a bunch of Trump stuff. He's been plagiarizing Trump on the COVID response. He's plagiarizing Trump on a lot of this other stuff. Basically what Biden is doing is just saying, I'm just going to take what Trump is doing and I'm just going to copy it. And then I'm going to warp it and twist it and make it awful when it used to be good. Well, he obviously wants this clean energy thing, right? So he's moving towards clean energy. And again, define clean energy for me, ladies and gentlemen. I've already told you this before. Uh, Wind is not clean. Solar, not clean. Hydro is fairly clean. But wind and solar are not clean on a mass scale at all. Not even remotely. And in fact, keep in mind. I'm from the area where Ivanpah is. All right. That's the second largest solar farm in the country. You know, there's a, uh, there's a, a, was it Soloia Sands or, 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 I forget where it is. Anyway, the one in Arizona is like one of the biggest uh, solar farms in the country. You realize they're routinely fined for polluting? How is a solar farm fined for polluting? How does that happen? because it's solar and it's not as clean as people think it is and it also doesn't work as well as people think it does and generally speaking solar does not produce affordable energy in large quantities right now will it one day maybe probably not quite there yet now i'm not anti-solar i've told everybody this before i think solar is a great backup for your home uh, and in your office and things of that nature i am not anti-solar but you have to be realistic about what it can currently do. And it just doesn't do what they say it does. Not yet, one day potentially. Now they'll argue, yeah, but we have to keep using it this way so one day we get there. Maybe, but you don't need to lie to people along the way. You just be honest with them about it. And a lot of solar farms run on diesel engines. A lot of people don't realize that because they, uh, they don't generate enough energy so the diesel makes up the difference. Yeah, I know. I know. Shocking for some of you, right? So anyway, the problem with this this clean energy thing is that most of the clean energy technology is not in the United States. It's actually in China. I seem to recall telling you something about Joe Biden is going to do a lot of things that benefit China economically. Hmm. So the clean energy sector, which he says he wants to be backed with good-paying union jobs. And the problem is that the supply chain isn't where the union jobs are. The supply chain is straight up in China. Um, you know, he's, he's talked about the electric vehicles, Chevy, Nissan, they can't do that. Uh, Ford's got, you know, the new Mach-E, which is like the Mustang SUV and that sort of thing. That thing's going to be built in China and Mexico. It's not going to be built in the United States. Um, China controls much of the world's lithium battery supply, including 77% of global cell capacity and 60% of global component manufacturing. Now, that's according to Bloomberg News. John Kerry is out there suggesting he did this uh, last week that anybody who's in the oil and coal industries could simply find new jobs in the solar sector. And then he told you, he's like, pre-pandemic, the solar sector was the fastest growing jobs in the country. OK, what he doesn't tell you is that, yes, there's first of all, there's government subsidies on those. Do you know how many solar jobs there are in the United States of America pre-COVID? Go ahead. Just shout it out in your car to yourself, your cubicle to yourself. Um, yell it really loud so your co-workers or your relatives or whoever's near you gets freaked out. Just do that for me. How many solar jobs do you think there are in the United States? Seven thousand. That's it. Actually, that was wind turbines, not solar. Excuse me. Wind turbines. So 7,000 wind turbine techs in the country. And it was up 62% from the previous year. But there was an influx of government subsidies that added those over 4,000 new jobs. It's artificial. It's not real. And there isn't enough growth to make up for the people who are leaving oil and coal because the government is doing what they can to shut down oil and coal production and its growth. And then, when you throw it in there, that China controls roughly 60% of the entire industry supply chain and manufactures 75% of the world's uh, polysilicon, which is the raw material used to make solar cells, uh, you start running into real issues, don't you? Again, seem to recall telling you that Biden was going to push a bunch of policies that were going to make China very, very wealthy. Mm hmm. Just a hashtag told you moment. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Mm-hmm. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. So I'm on ImpressJewelers.com for Impress Jewelry Creations. You know, Valentine's Day, fast approaching. Is Valentine's Day? Yeah, Valentine's Day, fast approaching. And I'm taking a look at the Lafon collection on their website. So if you go to ImpressJewelers.com, you click on shop, just do a search for Lafon, And you've got some really beautiful pieces, all budgets, you know, so it, obviously they have their IJC collection, which is, you know, exclusive one-of-a-kind pieces, but Impress Jewelry Creations really does try to be a, a jewelry store for everybody. You know, they understand that not everybody has a ton of money to to spend right now, and Uh, some people are just getting started out but you know what your significant others still deserve something special and and they want to provide products that are affordable for you so you can do those nice things and they know that one day when you do have more you'll come back and you'll become a customer of impressed jewelry creations on a perpetual basis the stuff that they offer is just amazing and i'm taking a look at the LeFon collection again these these are pieces that start off at just a hundred dollars and absolutely beautiful and stunning pieces there. Uh, Impressjewelers.com is the website. And of course, if you wanna visit them in person, make sure you you go over to Granger, Indiana, They're right next to C. Kramer Interiors at 1233 University Drive in City Plaza South. And when you go into Impress Jewelry Creations, please let them know that I sent you. All right, what else do we have here? So many things I wanna yell about today let's be honest i mean it's a good day for for yelling at people uh it's it's a little silly but i I, I, i'm tired of the hashtag told you to be honest with you but i keep you know we're, we're not that far into this administration and i i keep proving all of the predictions and the points that i had made before they keep coming true i keep telling you that nobody's nobody's listening to me again what else is new And people are, again, having Biden buyer's remorse. And we talked about more of those cases yesterday. But when you look at the way that the system is kind of set up right now, you know, we're going to have green energy jobs and all of this other stuff. Look, we've heard this song and dance before. Those jobs aren't there, guys. And there's not enough of them. And this has actually been fact-checked, too. Uh, This has been, you know, completely fact-checked multiple times. It goes back several years, but a new fact check actually came out not that long ago. And it actually said that, you know, there isn't going to be enough of these new green energy jobs to replace the jobs that are lost. It's, it's plain and simple. It's just not going to happen. Um, so here's, yeah, okay, Daily Wire. Here we go. So the Daily Wire, Biden's climate agenda won't replace jobs that it seeks to kill, separate Associated Press and Washington Post fact checks suggest. Now, again, these are things that we have known for many, many years because this has been studied for many years. As I mentioned earlier today, and I made the mistake of using uh, solar jobs with the, the wind wind farm jobs, and so I apologize, but the windmill tech, the wind turbine tech thing, only 7,000 of those jobs in this entire country. And in 2018, it was, it was like less than 4,000. So in one year, because of subsidies from the government, You know, you're looking at a percentage. Oh, look, it's like the fastest growing sector out there. It grew by 62%. Yeah, because of a subsidy, but it only has 7,000 jobs. So when you get rid of, you have to understand something. On the first day that Biden was president, he killed 70,000 jobs. So you're not going to have enough jobs to replace those people. You're not. And having the unions out there doing the i don't understand why would joe biden do this to us you were told you were warned nobody listened didn't want to listen like i've told you before there are people in this country who want the downfall of the country and so they celebrate it and they promote it right then there's other people obviously actively resisting it and then there's those the worst kind there's the folks out there who don't believe it could possibly happen so even if you're sitting there showing them 2 plus 2 is 4 they go you know I just I think maybe sometimes it could be 5 no it can't it's 4 the sky is blue well you know to some people maybe the sky is purple no it's blue those are the people that are the worst ones because they're too naive to see what is actually happening around them and they don't pay attention enough. They think they do, though, which makes it extra bad. They're convinced that they do pay attention, but they don't. And then all of a sudden something happens and they go, oh, I didn't know he was going to get rid of Keystone. He told you he was. I didn't know he was going to try and take her AR-15s away. He told you he was. I didn't know there was going to be a gun registry. He told you there was going to be one. I didn't know he was going to send a bunch of jobs and money to China. He told you he was. You just got to start listening to what they're saying. No more coming up. 95.3 MNC.